Good evening, dear students. Teacher Sam here with another episode of You, Me, and Words. Uh, tonight's episode is actually episode five, season seven. So yes, we are halfway through uh, this uh, season. It is absolutely incredible how time just really flies, just goes by really quickly. And as always, I am very happy to be here and uh, just share a couple of thoughts with all you English learners out there. So anxiety and stress, don't we love those words? I am being sarcastic, of course, but on a serious note, I want to dedicate this podcast episode to that exact topic. I want to talk about anxiety and stress. By the way, pay attention to the pronunciation of that word, anxiety. It's one of those words that students struggle to pronounce in English, so practice it here with me anxiety. I wanted to dedicate tonight's podcast episode to this subject because I think that many people out there experience anxiety and stress much more than we think. In fact, in the past two weeks, I've had at least the three students email me to tell me about their own struggles with stress and anxiety. In fact, that's the main reason why I wanted to dedicate tonight's episode to the topic. Let me also say that I am not a psychologist nor a therapist in any way, shape, or form. So anything that I share in this episode isn't a professional opinion. It's just strictly based on my own personal experience. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, what I can tell you from my personal experience with stress and anxiety or anxiety and stress uh, is that I have definitely had my own fair share of anxiety and stress, no doubt about it. What does that mean? It means that I have definitely experienced anxiety and stress in my life, no doubt about it. Nowadays, when I think back to that experience or those experiences, I realized that the scariest part about it for me was 
truly not knowing how to deal with it. I didn't have the proper skills nor the proper tools uh, for it. So about seven or eight years ago, I decided to start reading about it as much as possible so that I could hopefully learn some helpful tools and skills to help me deal with it all better. Obviously, remember, this is all based on my experience. Everyone is different. Everyone has a different experience. Different people deal with things differently. But the number one thing that I, excuse me, the number one thing that became really clear to me as I started to read more about stress and anxiety was the power of thoughts, the power of thoughts. Yes, yes, I get it. We hear this a lot nowadays. Uh, you know, people say, think happy thoughts and you'll be happy. Well, I'm not talking about that here. I'm actually talking about the constant stream of thoughts, the constant influx of thoughts. Influx, here's a new word for you. Let me spell it, I-N-F-L-U-X, influx, which means arrival, invasion, right? So I am talking about the constant arrival, the constant invasion, the constant stream of thoughts, yes? So if you really think about it, hundreds and hundreds of thoughts go through our head every single day. It could be something like this. Oh my gosh, I haven't exercised yet. Oh Lord, I haven't made dinner yet. That's right. I need to go grocery shopping tomorrow. That's right. What do I need to buy? Oh my gosh, I also need to take out money from the bank. And oh yeah, that's right. How much money did I earn this month? Do I have enough? Am I going to be able to pay all my bills? What's going to happen to all my bills, etc., etc., etc. This is just an example. I mean, there are so many different thoughts. Yes, and so it goes on and on and on all the time, day after day after day. So in all honesty, I personally didn't understand the concept behind becoming aware of our thoughts until I read an amazing book called A New Earth. Okay, by the way, I will include the names of all the books in the introduction of this podcast. So like, you know, if you are listening to this on, on Spotify, read my little description of the podcast and you'll see the names of all the books that I'll recommend uh, to you that I think are phenomenal. So the first book is A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Now, look, it's interesting because this is obviously an English teaching podcast, but actually for this book, A New Earth, I would recommend you read it in your own native language because it's a very technical book. You know, they use like very technical vocabulary, which isn't always easy to understand in English. So I would really, so that you can kind of be, get the best idea, the best, um, you know, tools from that book, I would recommend you read it in your native language.
So, Eckhart Tolle, it's possible that you have heard of him, but if you haven't, please learn more about him. He is an incredible spiritual teacher, and his teachings are golden. He, Eckhart, through his two books, A New Earth and The Power of Now, truly helped me to understand something that I had never thought about before, the importance of becoming aware. Becoming aware of what? Becoming aware of my thoughts. I can genuinely tell you that until I read Eckhart's book, A New Earth, and then later on, The Power of Now, I was not familiar with that concept of becoming aware of your own thoughts. Now, let's look at that adjective, to be aware. What does that mean? It means to become alert. It means to become conscious, to become mindful of our thoughts. But why would we want to become mindful of our thoughts? Because I realize now that all thoughts deserve, excuse me, because I realize now not all thoughts deserve my attention, number one. Number two, too many thoughts cause anxiety, in fact. It's interesting how anxiety is very often our body's way of responding to an uncomfortable feeling. For example, we might feel afraid when we are perfectly safe. Well, our body and brain doesn't necessarily understand that we are perfectly safe and instead reacts to all our anxious and stressful thoughts, you know, as if it actually was happening in the moment, right? So again, this relationship between stressful thoughts and anxiety is really interesting to me. Okay, I should also say, by the way, that speaking for myself personally, I don't think that working on ourselves will ever end. At least that's how I see it. I think that it's a lifelong process. You know, and I am mentioning this here because as you're listening to this podcast episode, I don't want you to think that, okay, I'm going to read this book and that book, and then that's it. Anxiety gone, stress gone. In my opinion, not at all, not at all. However, by reading, let's say those two, those two books, you know, uh, A New Earth and uh, The Power of Now, you might be introduced to some very new concepts, uh, you know, and look, I, I'm going to say something that's maybe going to sound offensive, but I don't mean it in an offensive way, of course. Uh, you know, I'm going to mention age, in fact, and I'm going to say this, you know, the message of learning about how to become aware of your own thoughts and just really working on yourself, the sooner you learn that, the better it is for you. So the younger you are, the better it is, you know, for sure. Uh, you know, when I discovered some of these teachings about eight years ago, 
I was like, oh my God, how how have I not learned about this before? How have I not discovered this before? But I also, you know, speaking of that, I also realized along the way that I wasn't supposed to discover it earlier. You know, I discovered it at the perfect time in my life. And and that's just the way things were supposed to go, if that makes uh, any sense. So again, don't think that, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to read one, two, three, five books, and then bam, I'm going to have the most perfect control or understanding of stress and anxiety. I don't think it works that way. I think it's work in progress. I really do. I think it's something that we just have to work on every single day, right? Another writer or spiritual teacher that I would really recommend is uh, an American guy by the name of Michael Singer. So Michael Singer, check out his books on Amazon and also check out Eckhart Tolle and Michael Singer on YouTube. They have phenomenal videos that I've listened to many, many, many times, and I still listen to to this day. In fact, last night I was listening to a short video by Eckhart Tolle because, again, this is one of those things you just never stop learning. You're always learning every single day. Also remember, you know, I think the reason why this idea of like stress and anxiety, the reason why it's so complicated and complex is because we are complicated. Human beings are complicated. Our life experiences are complicated. We don't always understand our thoughts. We don't always understand our behavior. And so the way I look at all these, you know, spiritual teachers and self-help books, I look at all of them as a way for us to become better managers of our own lives, our own thoughts, our own choices, and hopefully through that just create, you know, an overall better quality of our lives, right? Our lives are never going to be perfect or, you know, amazing, not really, but you know, we can always at least try to improve our lives a little bit, right? Another very important thing that I'm going to mention here is meditation, okay? Speaking of thoughts, I think that meditation helps us to become more patient, to learn how to slow down a little bit, to learn how to take it easy, to learn how to, you know, choose those 5, 10, 15 minutes in your day where you just stop, you know, you breathe, you just have that moment with yourself, which I think is so, so, so important, right? Now, you know, I also think, so, so yeah, meditation is really important, especially like gratitude meditation, and if you go to YouTube and type in gratitude meditation, a very amazing video is going to come up. It's like a 12-minute long video by Jessica Huss. I think this video has like 8 million views or 7 million views or something like that. Listen to it. 
and see see how you feel. You know, again, if you are one of those people who might be experiencing a little bit of stress or anxiety right now, listen to that video and see see how it makes you feel, you know? So go to YouTube, look up uh, Gratitude Meditation by Jessica Huss. And, you know, listen to that video. I listen to that video almost every night. I cannot tell you I listen to it every night, but it's almost every night. I think there's something very relaxing, very nice about it. And so I listen to it. I really enjoy it, right? Also, I was sharing this with a few of my students the other day in one of our classes. There is a lot of research lately about the power of gratitude, you know, just kind of saying, I'm thankful that I have this. I'm thankful that I have that. I'm thankful that, you know, this isn't happening to me. I'm, I'm thankful that that isn't happening to me. You know, the power, according to this new research, the power is very, very great when it comes to gratitude. And so that's another thing you could try and see if it works for you. I really like it. I enjoy it also, right? Now, Another very important thing, I think it's important to acknowledge our feelings. So if something is bothering us, I don't know, pick up a notebook, write it down, like what's bothering you? What's, what is bugging you? You know, what's the problem? What stresses you out? And, and when you write it down, I think it's easier to kind of look at the problem or the issue and and then ask yourself like okay what can i do to to improve this situation is there anything i can do to improve this situation you know also finding people to talk to i think is really really important you know finding people that you trust friends family members other having a strong support system is always really, really helpful. But also, I think remembering, and this is really important, that when it comes to stress and anxiety, you're never alone. There are literally millions and millions of people who are experiencing this as we speak right now. So you're not alone. You're not the only one who is experiencing uh, these things. And by the way, because this is an English teaching podcast, we should mention that many people experience stress and anxiety because of their English lack of the English knowledge. You know, like, for example... I cannot tell you how many students have emailed me or messaged me just to kind of share like, oh my gosh, I live in the U.S. right now, or, you know, I live in Australia, or I live in some other English-speaking country, and I get very anxious because I don't understand what people around me are saying. I don't understand when people speak to me. I feel less than, you know, I don't feel very confident. I feel shy. I feel embarrassed. So you see all these feelings when it comes to not understanding English, not being able to participate in a conversation or respond to questions, you know, causes a lot of anxiety, which I think if any of you are experiencing this, I really think you should use those feelings and those emotions to motivate yourself to get better. You know, in that sense, I think sometimes stressful and anxious thoughts and emotions can push us to kind of 
you know, like, okay, enough. I'm not going to postpone this anymore. You know, I'm actually going to try to learn. I'm actually going to try to get better. I'm going to try to improve, you know. And uh, I think the last thing I'm going to say for just for today's episode, although there's so much more to be said about this topic, is this, you know, a little bit of stress and anxiety is needed in our lives. You know, if we were always just a hundred percent relaxed, maybe we would just never get things done. So, you know, a little bit of stress and anxiety is okay, right? But don't be too hard on yourself. You know, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Remember to kind of check in on yourself and be like, all right, you know what? You're doing well. You're trying your best. You're working. Maybe you are, you know, a mother, a father, maybe you're a grandmother, a grandfather, maybe you're a son, a daughter, brother, sister, husband, wife, you know, maybe you have a job, maybe you are doing like 10 things at the same time. I mean, in your very, very busy life, you are finding the time to listen to this podcast, for example. I think that's amazing. And I'm very grateful for that. So, you know, don't be too hard on yourself. That's also very important to remember. Don't punish yourself all the time because that in and of itself causes a lot of anxiety and stress. Okay. So I'll leave you with these thoughts for now. Remember, I'm going to include the names of the books that I've mentioned in tonight's episode. And um, I'm sending all my positive energy and all my good thoughts to all of you out there. If you're experiencing anxiety and stress right now, just take a deep breath and hopefully you will find some peace as soon as possible. Okay, talk to you soon. Thank you for listening.